Hello, this is the Cyber Smart Security Podcast, episode 44. My name is Salahuddin Amawo and I am pleased to welcome you on today's episode titled Credentials Phishing Campaign Targets Organizations. Microsoft warns of consent phishing attack, hacker cracks crypto hardware wallets. Over 100 people were affected by a credential phishing campaign. Microsoft has issued a warning that Office 365 users are getting emails to trick them into granting permissions via an app claiming to be from a verified publisher. A hardware hacker cracked a crypto wallet worth only $50,000 in 2018. Stay tuned for more detail. Welcome back. So as I said in the introduction, Microsoft recently discovered a, a widespread phishing campaign in the wild, targeting organizations. They discovered this um, campaign in Australia, Singapore, and Indonesia and Thailand. So their team of uh, defenders discovered that there's a phishing campaign which its goal is to trick employees into providing their login credentials that is their username and password like microsoft office or outlook login details uh, on its on a site whereby it will now be extracted and then be used to perform any malicious purposes so how does it work a victim gets an email saying someone has sent them a um, a document to sign on so which they have to read and then sign and for them to do this they have to click on a link which takes them to a fake office or outlook page the victim is then supposed to enter their login details there that is their username and password the hacker then uses the compromised uh, details to send out fake messages to over 8,000 other people with a supposed document about a payment. Those who click on the payment documents also have to put in their username and password on a fake office or Outlook page. So according, according to the report, uh, Microsoft said over 100 people fell for this fake message. But however, those who have multi-factor authentication uh, activated on their accounts were not vulnerable to this account. That is, the attack failed because uh, by the time the malicious attacker tried to log in with their details, they re- it required them to um, s- submit another form of verification to, uh, uh, to authenticate that they are there actual person and since they are not the correct person logging in and they don't have the authentication code they were not able to log in into such accounts so this reiterates the importance of multi-factor authentication to identity security and it's then important that IT departments at organization roll out multi-factor authentication and help the employees to implement it so for whatever applications that you have that allows multi-factor authentication ensure that you 
implore um, your colleagues or your employees to implement it. So these organizations were located in areas like Australia, Singapore, Indonesia, and Thailand. And it's what the campaign was targeting those organizations. So if it comes to if it comes to a, a country like in the US or in Europe, you should look out for such. So so moving on, we have the reports about Microsoft again warning about another type of phishing attack but this time this this one is called a consent phishing attack so they issued a warning that uh, hundreds of office 365 customers are getting phishing emails trying to trick them into granting OAuth permissions that will let attackers create rules that will allow the attackers to read write and create calendar items or write emails and also read your contacts yeah, that they have with that is associated with their account the app that requests the permission is called upgrade and it appears to come from a verified publisher uh, thankfully microsoft has deactivated the malicious app in azure ad azure ad so this type of attack is known to as a info reading phishing attack so i my earlier mentioned concept phishing so that's the kind of attack so it's more or less like um after a user grants that OAuth permissions the attacker will be able to to um hand over his uh, assets without even the need to um use his password so it's more or less like um, single sign-on that we have with uh, with uh, the use of social logins. So whereby the moment you use that, you, you you are able to log in into a different website without the need for you to to um, for you to use your login credentials. So this is the same kind of uh, uh, method in which this attack is coming from. So what happens is that. The, the users receive the request of permission called upgrade and it's very, very easy to think that such kind of um, message is coming from a verified source especially if it, sh it shows or feels like it comes from a verified source so um, um, IT department help desk um, and, and the likes should make their employees aware about this so that you'll be able to prevent such now thank as i said earlier microsoft have deactivated the malicious app in azure ad so it should no longer be a problem so lastly we have the news about a very great and uh, refreshing news because i'm quite elated by it and it's, it's one that makes me happy because uh, it's about um, someone, two friends that have a hardware crypto wallet gaining access to to their funds after over three years uh, that they invested in crypto currency, so crypto tokens. So in 2018, two friends spent $50,000 on uh, Tether tokens, and at the time it was worth 
0.21 cents, about 25 cents or thereabouts. And then they transferred it to a Trezor One hardware wallet due to uh, the clampdown by the Chinese Chinese government on cryptocurrency at that point in time. And then they forgot the pin and couldn't access it. So um, after fluctuations in the in the valuation of cryptocurrency, it later gained a value in 2020 and even later on in 2021 and as i said earlier they forgot the pin and couldn't access them and if they faced the erasure of the wallets if they guessed the wrong pin 16 times in a row so they had to turn to a a hardware hacker called joe grant what grant did was to build on an approach called wallets dot fail to force the pin and wallet key to be copied to ram at boot up which thanks to a fault injection attack were readable getting the timing right on this required thousands of tries using different power levels impacting the microcontroller to pull off the exploit so the full uh, details of the story is on diverge.com and i will include the link in the podcast note so you can read the full information but the bottom line and the nitty-gritty about this news item that i'm talking about is that the hardware hacker was able to assist them to regain the funds and in fact based on the agreement they were you also got a a share out of those funds recovered and even this hardware hacker is also helping other people to recover their funds from their lost wallets so if you recall there um, when cryptocurrency started to gain more prominence many people who have hardware um, they have maybe their computers where they stored the the details of their crypto wallets like the virtual crypto wallets they started searching uh, landfills or rubbish bins for for such hard drives so that they'll be able to regain it back so this is a a a great news for people that lost their wallets the only downside to this is that if someone steals someone uh, a person's hardware wallet the crypto hardware wallet like the trezor one hardware wallet and claims he's the owner and goes to joe grant to assist him to open it if if joe grant doesn't find a way to verify this person is the owner of this wallet he is just going to be assisting the wrong person to regain the funds so that's just the only downside about this uh, news but it's a good one because at the same time uh, the report goes on to say that um, Joe Grant is also researching on how to make wallets more secure. So, in in the instance maybe where someone loses their wallet, maybe it is stolen, there should be a a, 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 um, a a measure in place to be able to ensure that the even if the, the stolen wallet is given to an hardware hacker to crack it it might not be successful without the prior permission of the original owner so that's great so um 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode uh, 44 of Get Cyber Smart Security Podcasts. Um, look forward to the next episode next week. Um, I know I've promised to post uh, a new uh, Cyber Smart uh, podcast series called Cyber Smart Talk. Cyber Talk? Yeah. Cyber Smart Talk. Yeah. And I'm yet to do that. So, so but depending when you um, that ep- uh, episode one titled Get Cyber Smart will be out, you will still be receiving the weekly reviews of recent cyber related news that will help you to you know be more uh, secured online and also give you the right information to keep you updated about recent happenings on the cyberspace. So it's very important that uh, you try and share this with friends and family. And I look forward to releasing a new episode next week. Um, don't forget to get cyber smart about security today. Thank you for listening. <laughs>